It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Mock Draft Monday is here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. We'll go over who won the first Mock Draft Monday, as well as answer a lot of your questions, including can the Steelers afford to wait on center in the first round? Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things in the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find the show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoy it. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every, every day because we're your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Steelers fans, it's the day after the Super Bowl for y'all. But full disclosure, I am recording this episode before the Super Bowl um, because uh, I got traveling to do for work. I have to cover Pitt versus Virginia this week, and it's we're going to require me getting on the road Monday, which means I needed to get, get go to bed at a decent time and get up at a decent time uh, and didn't want to have to stretch that for myself. So excuse me if I'm not talking any Super Bowl here. I don't know what's going to happen. Chiefs and I just are, haven't even played yet when I, as I'm recording this. But we've had a lot of your phone calls, and we're going to answer a lot of those phone calls on this show and the next show because there's a lot of really good questions that you guys have been coming in. I still can't even get to half of them because you guys are calling in so much, and we thank you all for doing that. By the way, if you if you don't know the number to call in, it's 412-223-6644. Uh, call that number, leave your name, where you're from, and keep your question under a minute, and you'll get a chance to get on the show. And uh, since it's Mock Draft Monday, and again, we always do the Mock Draft winner. Uh, Monday winner at the end of the show in the third segment, but it's I think it's a good time to talk about the draft and this draft class. And you know, you know, we've talked about certain positions that I think will take priority. You guys, you guys saw my first post, uh, my first mock draft of the season post Senior Bowl. So let's get to taking some questions about the draft. And everyone wants to talk about center. Jackson Powers Johnson was the star of the Senior Bowl. He's evolved himself into being the top center of this draft class. There's other guys that people are interested in too, but. I think a good question is, can the Steelers afford to wait on this position? That was a question posed by John out of New York. Take it away, John. Hey, Chris. John from New York City. Uh, I think it's pretty clear that we need to target a center with one of our top picks in this year's draft. From what I've seen, it looks like Jackson Powers Johnson and Zach Frazier is like 1A and 1B, and I would be happy with either one. But if we pass on JPJ at 20 or he's already gone, where does that leave us? I don't think Frazier is still going to be there at 51. So do we trade back in the first or up into the second to secure him? Or are you comfortable with someone else like Van Prom? Uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Love the show. Thanks for all your hard work. 
Thanks, John. I appreciate your call again, 412-223-6644 to get your question on the show. And it's a good question because I think it's obvious center is a need. And now you have a guy in Jackson Powers Johnson who looks like a plug and play NFL center. Put him in. He'll learn fast and he'll be your guy in the middle of the offensive line. Um, And for a lot of Steelers fans, that makes the most sense. Yeah, go get that guy in the first round. But then there's other people that that look at it and say, hmm. Is center worth a first round pick as a position anymore? Because a lot of people are valuing center as a lower pick. Now, if you ask some teams like the Baltimore Ravens, who drafted Tyler Linderbaum, it was absolutely worth it. They got him in the first round and it totally worked out for them uh, so far. Uh, But I I think the question kind of comes down to Steelers fans. Do you want to be in the position where you're depending on Mason Cole yet again? Because that, that's the risk that you'll take if the Steelers pass on, on Jackson Powers Johnson, the center out of Oregon, in hopes that they can get Zach Frazier in the second round and then someone else takes him. There's also still the possibility, as John mentioned, that someone takes Jackson Powers Johnson before the Steelers do um, in, in this year's draft class. I would not put it uh, put it up against uh, a, a team uh, ahead of them to take Jackson Powers Johnson and say, you know what, hey, we're going to um, – uh, you know, we're we're gonna you know, we're we're gonna be the team that jumps out and gets a and gets a and gets a center because he's kind of proven himself to be that good when you look at the t- the teams in this in this year's draft draft class. Um, you know, so I again like and I'm not guaranteeing that, that it's not gonna happen, but you know, I look at teams like the Seahawks at 16 or the Bengals at, at 18 as teams that that they could you'll possibly draft a center in, in those spots. Um, and if the Steelers pass on Jackson Powers Johnson. Uh, right behind them, I think the Dolphins or the Eagles could easily take him and he'd be gone and you wouldn't be able to expect him uh, to, uh, to to just be, be there. And then if, let's, let's say, Jackson Powers Johnson is taken in the first round by one of those earlier teams and Zach Frazier sitting there, he could be a target for one of those. And again, if you get to the second the second round there, um, and, and the Steelers have to wait all the way until 51 that's a long time to wait to see if another team is gonna is not gonna pick a center by then, um, because the Steelers are gonna have to wait through all those teams that need them again. The Eagles are a team that also need a center, and they also pick ahead of the Steelers in the second round because of the trade. They have the fiftieth pick um, or the 49th pick, excuse me. But point being, um, this is a situation where I think the Steelers are in a, uh, in, a in an interesting spot where if Jackson Powers Johnson falls to twenty. I think he should be the pick, at least of right now. And this is not me saying definitively, I'm never going to change my mind. Draft season is about exploring and learning about all these players, seeing how they do at the combine, talking to them, getting to know them more. And then when it gets actual close to draft season and, we, and we've talked to people, we've learned what the Steelers are looking at, what everyone's learned, whatever else is learned. Then we give our projections. I did not have Broderick Jones as my pick until about like a month ahead of the draft last year. Uh, and then I was like, no, that's the guy I think they're going to go get. And I even said on this show when, how and when they were going to trade up to get him. That's exactly what they did. Um, so I, I'm not saying right now it's def- definitely just Jack Smowers Johnson, n- nothing else. But to John's point, if you don't get him in the first round and you miss on Zach Frazier, do you want to feel like you did? After when you're looking at Mason Cole and you're thinking, dang it, could have gotten Creed Humphrey. Um, and Creed Humphrey was another gamble the Steelers made at the center position because remember, people, there are some people out there that, you know, uh, hindsight is 2020 and they think, oh man, why didn't they get Creed Humphrey at the time? He was such an obvious 
first round pick. And no, he wasn't. He was like the third or fourth center off the board. He was also like the 14th offensive lineman that year. It wasn't a given. The Steelers gambled that, hey, they needed playmakers to reload the offense. They got Najee Harris and Pat Frymuth. They thought Creed Humphrey would be back in, in the second in the third round. He wasn't. And, and that was that. Now, personally, I, I liked Creed Humphrey. I didn't, I didn't think he'd be what he is now for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but he's an, he's an example of you maybe you don't want to wait around. And, and it's not to say that there's not talent at center after Zach Frazier and Jackson Powers Johnson. There's Cedric Van Pran at Georgia. There's uh, uh, Bo Limmer out of, out of Arkansas. There's other options there, but they're not definitively great positions. There's also Graham Barton out of Duke, who supposedly can play center, but played more tackle for Duke. That's a whole other situation. But do you want to gamble with that right now if you're the Steelers? And that's the real question that the Steelers front office has to ask, to ask themselves. And trading back could be an option there to say, hey, can we get more value while still making sure we get one, one of these guys? And I want to explore those options here in a minute because I think that they're very much just as important as landing. Landing a center is landing that will still trying to get as much value out of your other picks and maybe even adding to those other picks or boosting one of those other picks by by swapping some picks around and saying hey you may drop down a little bit in the first but that second round picks a little bit higher so you can guarantee yourself getting a zach frazier we'll explore that in a minute here on the locked on steelers podcast chris carter uh here just breaking things down and we got a lot more of your calls to answer don't go anywhere we'll be right back But first, I want to remind you, this show is brought to you by Prize Picks, and Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America with the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling against thousands of other players, pros and sharks, and picking you know the, the most immaculate lineup that you can think of, all Prize Picks is asking you to do is say, hey, pick two to six players, look at their stack projections, and if you think that you can guess correctly on whether they'll get more or less than that projection, you can watch your winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the fun new daily fantasy game that Everyone needs to start playing right now. Football season may be over, but there are still so many ways to win. The NBA, NHL, college basketball all have games every night where you can find prize picks projections to beat. With the prize picks reboots policy, entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. PrizePix offers weekly promotions that can lead to big playouts like Taco Tuesday, which gets you 25% off discounted player selections. So get on PrizePix today for all the action. Download the PrizePix app to your phone or go to prizepix.com to sign up and start playing. That's prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL. When you get there, use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use code, all lowercase, LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back here on the Locked On Steelers Podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We continue to take your calls 
on this show. And uh, this call came from Brett in Kansas City, who asked about what we were kind of alluding to in the last segment about trading back. Here's Brett. Hey, Chris. Uh, Brett from uh, Kansas City area. Uh, huge fan of the show. Um, just listen to the podcast. I know you're talking about possibly taking uh, center uh, or tackle in the first round of the draft. I, I agree we should do that. Uh, my question is, is if we do take center, um, do you think it would be possible to possibly trade back, gain more capital, um, if that's Ben Powers Johnson? Um, how far could we trade back for that and what could we get? Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in uh, gaining more draft capital, especially at this stage for the Steelers. You know, they got to rebuild in a lot of places, so – just uh, just wondering what your thoughts were on that and uh, what you think we could get potentially for trading back. And uh, appreciate you and uh, love the show. Thank you very much, Brett. Always appreciate anyone who calls in and thank you for your good question. Remember calling at 412-223-6644 to get your question on the show. Leave your name where you're from and keep your question under a minute. Now, Brett, to your point here, let's look at trade back options because I personally have a rule. That if you trade back, you do not trade out of the first round, which the Steelers picking at 20 gives them not as many picks to, to kind of toy with as much as they had last year, uh, um, you know, with, with, with their picking. And, you know, not a whole lot less, but still, let's look at the teams behind them. At 21, you got the Dolphins, 22, the Eagles, um, 24 is the Cowboys, 25 is the is the Packers. Remember, I think the Dolphins forfeited their, their natural pick, I believe it is, or something along those lines. Um, but the, the 23rd pick isn't available. But anyways, Dolphins, Eagles, Cowboys, Packers, Buccaneers, Texans, Bills, Lions, Ravens, Chiefs, Niners. Those are the teams that you're going to have to trade with. And you have to decide, we you know, who you want to move back with who, uh, for and who you want to pick, pick up. Uh, excuse me, the Texans have the 23rd overall pick. That's that's who had it. Um, that's right, because the because of the Browns-Texans trade. So you look at their, um, you look at that, uh, that scenario there, and then you say, okay, who can you afford to trade back with? What can they give you? Because then, you know, you're going to be looking to try to say, hey, can you trade back and can you get an extra, you know, day two pick in, a, in the second or third round? Or can you turn one of your third or fourth round picks into a day two pick uh, for, for that value? And that could be tricky because when you get to 20, there's probably going to be a top tackle or a top corner still on the board, which both are positions of need for the Steelers as well. So that's where the leverage could be really interesting to play with if you're the Steelers and you want to kind of make sure that you get it right. But again, here's the dilemma that you run into is that personally, I still think if they trade back, they have to make sure that they are still getting the, the getting their center in this situation. And if they trade back to 20, even 23 with the Texans, I consider it a high possibility that one of those teams still gets Jackson powers, Johnson, like the Eagles, they they're about to lose Jason Kelsey. That'd be a perfect replacement for him. Plug and play. They ain't. so I don't think you could trade past two picks behind the Steelers, and that's the, where the dilemma starts. Is that okay? Let's say they trade. They trade back past them. They give up Jackson Powers Johnson. Zach Frazier's still on the board. Who again? I think is another very good center. I haven't watched nearly as much of his tape as Jackson Powers Johnson because I'm still watching a whole bunch of tape. But the things that I have seen of Zach Frazier suggest. I think he could also be a guy that gets in the NFL, starts quickly, and becomes a really good piece for in, in the middle of an offensive line. So you look at at his at his development, you look at what you're hoping for there, um, and you could say, okay, we can gamble on that, but how far do you want to gamble on that? Because I'm not so sure you want to give give a first round pick to Zach Frazier 
just may or make him a first round pick um in in that situation and then pass up on a top corner for for that for, for him because i don't think that he's like i look at jackson powers johnson and i see like hey that guy can be all pro center someday like the way that he the way that he plays i think that that uh zach frazier he can be pro bowl type of player i'm not so sure that he rises to the jackson powers johnson and hey i'm not proclaiming that i'm right or wrong zach frazier may be, end up being the best center of this class but this is just off of what i've seen what i've read what i've studied so far I just think that that's that's where my, my head is. That is, if you're getting Zach Frazier, you want to get him in the second round. But the tricky part is, I'm not so sure he lasts all the way to 51, where the Steelers pick in the second round, and that could be the big challenge of all of it. And if I'm the Steelers, I'm saying, hey, if I can get, um, if, if if I can get, you know, you, you know, keep you know, keep a first round pick and somehow move back, I look at some of those teams in the earlier part of the second round, you know, you look at the Panthers, the Patriots, the Cardinals, uh, the commanders, the chargers, the Titans, um, the Packers could be the sneaky team to trade with here. If there is a trade back option, because the Packers both have a pick at 25. So that's five picks after the Steelers. And they may have a pick at 41. So that's early in the second round. I believe that's like the ninth pick of the second round, if I'm correct there. Um, I think it's actually the eighth pick of the second round, but still that's pretty early in the second round, about 11 picks before the Steelers would make their selection. And that might be the sweet spot to get Zach Frazier. So if you're looking back for a trade back team, I personally, and you're hoping to get a center and not have to spend one uh, in the first round. If you miss on Jackson powers, Johnson, because you traded back the sweet spot might be the Packers, but trading back to 25 and then getting the 40, 40, uh, 41st overall pick, I believe it would be, that's still going to require the Steelers giving up some decent draft capital. Like they, they might not be having for the four. Like if they do that, they're probably also trading, trading them their second round pick and maybe a fourth round pick on top of that. So that's what you have to gamble is, is that risk worth it? Or do you, would you rather stay home, get Jackson powers, Johnson at 20 and then just get your next best available player at 52. But it is something to worth that's worth exploring. And I think the Steelers will explore those options moving forward. And, uh, I think part of what makes this an interesting discussion is because of what has to happen at offensive tackle here. Because you look at this draft class, there are quite a few offensive tackles that you could look at who should fall to that later part of the of the first round with the Steelers pick. Amarius Mims is staring right at you from Georgia. He's a talented guy. Jordan Morgan of Arizona, the athletic guy from the from the from the uh, Senior Bowl. Tyler Guyton out of Oklahoma. Troy Fatano out of out of Washington. All those guys kind of sit there, and you're thinking, hmm. Could you could could is that worth 20 or is that worth trading down in the first to get that guy and then try to get Zach Frazier in the second and see if you can get more value for that? So um, you know, I think that that's where the Steelers have to weigh. Can't how much capital would they, would they get back in return for moving up in the second for moving down in the first? That's always a tricky ordeal, and there's way too many draft day scenarios to active accurately predict how everything will go. But I do think it's something that they need to entertain. But considering the tackle position, there was a question asked about maybe finding a different kind of a solution with the players on the roster already at tackle. Here's Logan from Charlotte with a question there. Hey, Chris, Logan Hartle here in Charlotte. Love the show, man. Longtime Steelers fan. Hey, my question is, do you think there's a chance that the Steelers are looking at the NFL draft uh, with the thought in mind that they already have their right tackle in the future in Dan Moore Jr.? Roger Jones played really well last year. Uh, we know the thought is to kick him to left tackle. Uh, if they can focus on Dan Moore Jr. at right tackle and, and that works, can they focus on running the ball and stopping the run in the draft, which would mean maybe a guy like JPJ in the first round at center, 
and then focusing on either defensive line or inside linebacker. There's some really good inside linebackers coming out in this draft as well. So that's my thought, Chris. I uh, really appreciate the show. Appreciate everything that uh, that you do, and, and uh, keep up the good work. Take care. Thanks, Logan. Appreciate your call again. 412-223-6644 for all the other callers that want to. Dan Moore Jr. moving to right tackle and having Broderick Jones be your left tackle and just moving forward from there. Here's my answer to that. They have been trying to get that out of Dan Moore Jr. It's not because they're just like, mm, they, look at the, they look at their line and they say, I can't figure this out. Where do we put Dan Moore Jr.? They they have tried in training camp. It just hasn't worked. He hasn't he hasn't proven himself good enough on the right side. I actually think that was part of what they wanted to do this past uh, training camp was to get Dan Moore to be ready to move over to the right tackle position to take Chooks' job so that Broderick Jones could play left tackle. But And I think that that's part of why Broderick Jones was stuck at right because if they put Dan Moore at right, he'd be worse than Broderick Jones and then Broderick Jones being at left, you have a guy who's worse than your rookie and then your rookie on the left. Whereas if you had Broderick on the right, you had a guy who's probably better than Chooks or he was better than Chooks and Dan Moore at the right tackle. Well, then having just a left tackle who at least, you know, was it's tough to call him servable because I gave him a D minus, but not as bad as the combination. I think your combination with Jones on the right and Moore on the left was better than your combination of Moore on the right. And Jones in the left. I think that that's what they were trying to rationalize last year. And the Steelers, I think if they're smart, they don't want to do that again. They want to get their tackle, whether in free agency or in the draft or both. Um, I, I think they're letting go Chooks Accor for it. And I, I thought I think they're going to let go of Chooks Accor for it. There's no way they keep him around for a $13 million cap hit to sit on the bench. Dan Moore Jr. is under contract for another year, and that's good. You can keep him under contract. You can keep him uh, for not that not that expensive uh, on his rookie deal, on the final year of his rookie deal, um, and, and, have, and, and work with that. And he can be your emergency swing tackle or left tackle or whatever you want him to be. But I do think the Steelers should take a shot at tackle in the in this draft class. Um, I think there's some decent second round, you know, picks in there that you could t- definitely take a look at and say, okay, maybe there's some answers there. Like I really like uh, Kingsley Suamataya out of BYU. He'd, uh, he'd be a guy that you could probably take in the second in the second round, and if you wanted to double up at offensive line there uh, in in the uh, in the early parts of this draft, that could be an option there. But I don't think I don't think the answer is going to be swinging Dan Moore to right unless he proves himself, proves that he can do this in this training camp. But they've been trying that for some time and it hasn't worked. Still a good question, Logan, because it's something I've asked myself whenever I've looked at the Steelers roster. So with all being said, we got to take another quick break. When we come back, our first mock draft Monday winner of the season. You all submitted your mock draft Monday uh, submissions, whether it was on Twitter or the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. I'll tell you who the winner was. Go through your picks and then get uh, do that on the other side of this break here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Stick with us. We'll be right back. But first, I want to remind you, this show is also brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash is the place that I go to because we're all busy in today's world. Trying to find time to go get your dinner can always seem like an extra tour at the end of a long day. That's why with with DoorDash... I use that app so much because it comes in what it comes as a favorite app that I use all throughout the week uh, or every week, basically that that I'm out there because sometimes, you know, I just want my favorite restaurant or I want something easy and quick and DoorDash. I can even order it while I'm on my way home from work 
and I, it can be there right at my door, pick it up, bring it in. It's hot and ready to eat and, and great to go. And DoorDash is great for something healthy, tasty, or both. Or even if I don't even feel, uh, if I don't even feel like ordering something to just eat right there and I do want to cook, and but I'm stuck at home because I have to get so many other things done, DoorDash will also bring you your grocery store deliveries right to your door so I can get started on cooking without having to go out the door and, and do that. And if you want even more value for DoorDash, you could save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with over with a, with a, with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders when you sign up for a Dash Pass membership on DoorDash today. DoorDash is the all-in-one app for your everyday needs from restaurants and groceries to flowers and gifts. So next time you're running low on dinner ideas, pet supplies, or just time, you can go get so much more than you realize delivered football season may be over but we're but in the thick of basketball games the school year and let's face it winter i can think of a million reasons daily to order doordash hop on the app and make your day a little bit easier by going to doordash your door to more head to the doordash app to get everything you need delivered is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We're going to continue with our show here, and it's time to get to our Mock Draft Monday winner. So this is a tradition that we've been doing for years now on this show. Every weekend, I forgot to put it exactly up, up on Friday, but I put it Saturday morning, and a lot of – I got – hundreds of submissions between between y'all y'all if you uh if you ever want to play in the mock draft monday contest all it is is i give you a i post on my twitter account at carter critiques or i go to the locked on steelers facebook group and post it there and i just say hey here are the rules follow these rules put a screenshot of your picks in there uh and 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 have at it and if your picks align with what I think is a good mock draft to talk about on the show, you can get your picks on the show here and get them talked about uh, uh, on, on the show. And again, we had hundreds of submissions across Facebook and Twitter. So thanks to everyone who participated. But our first mock draft Monday winner, I specifically went with someone who actually kind of addressed what we were talking about in the start of the show. And that was making sure to get a center with one of their first two picks. And we had a lot of you guys that had the same thoughts. And I'm sure we're going to, to revisit this a lot. But this week's Mock Draft Monday winner was Cody J, who submitted their, their pick on Twitter. Shout out to Cody J, addressing a lot of needs in this draft class. And I thought it was interesting how Cody J did this. For one, Jackson Powers Johnson at 20. I also made it so that nobody could, to, could do any trades in this draft class because I still wanted, I still think we, we, we want to just kind of explore what the values you can get with the picks that the Steelers have naturally right now in this pick. So at 20, he stayed with Jackson Powers jo Johnson. That, I think, is kind of becoming the chalk pick for a lot of Steelers fans. If you can get him at, at, in the first round, that's awesome. You got it. Center solved. You've got your guy for the future. He should be a central piece for your offensive line moving forward. But how do you follow that up in the second and third rounds? And, you know, you want to get an, another offensive tackle to add to your mix here. And here's the funny thing. Cody did it in a different way. Cody got the, the, his tackle in the fourth round uh, with the 119th pick from with Blake 
Fisher from Notre Dame. And I think Blake Fisher is an interesting prospect, but he's not going to be a guy that comes and just shoves Dan Moore out of the way as far as a starter. He's going to be a guy that's going to have to fight for the fight for that right the same way that Dan Moore Jr. did as he was also a fourth round pick. Uh, but who Cody got with his second and third round picks was what made me pick him is because he got two positions that I think are of, of serious need for the Steelers defense. And that's Tyler Newbin, the safety out of Minnesota, and Peyton Wilson, the linebacker out of North Carolina State. Both of these guys are longer, bigger, athletic guys who I think could be perfect for what the Steelers want to do in the middle part of the field. Um, and, uh, and and that's where I look at the, the Steelers having an opportunity here because you're probably looking and say, well, Chris, they need another corner. And I agree, but I think corner is one of those positions that they could probably get a good one in, in free agency. Uh, you know, Legereus Sneed, Jalen Johnson, those are the obvious ones that are out there, but there's other good veterans that they could pull in. And if they got younger at safety and paired a young safety who could be talented, Newbin's a guy at 6'2", had five interceptions last year, was a, was a good player in the Big Ten. Peyton Wilson is one of my favorite sneakier third round picks because he's six foot four he had like four interceptions he's a good cover linebacker he's big he's athletic he can he has good instincts and coverage those are two guys that can either start or be very close to starting by the end of training camp I think if the Steelers get them and so I think with this draft class just the way Cody lined it up those are the top three picks right there Jackson Powers Johnson Tyler Newman and Peyton Wilson all three of those guys are potentially starting year one, which is what this draft class needs. And if the Steelers hit like that in this draft class, like they hit with the last one, because you think about uh, you know how, how they pick Broderick Jones, starter, Keanu Benton, starter, Joey Porter Jr., starter, Donald Washington, starter when Patrick Fryer was hurt, but you know, was was able to be a contributor. And then you also had Nick Nick Herbig. Um, but again, three starters with your first three picks, you do that again. Uh, with good contributions in this year's class, you're building a new nucleus that you can, you say that the Steelers are getting younger and more talented. Uh, but it wasn't just those picks. I, again, I liked Blake F Fisher with the first fourth round pick at 119. Remember, the Steelers have back to back fourth round picks with at 119 and 120. He went and got defensive lineman Tyler Davis out of Clemson, a good, uh, I think, a good day three pick that if you added him to the, to the, to the group, he could be a rotational defensive lineman who kind of learns uh, his place. And then with the final two picks in the sixth and seventh, round because remember the Steelers don't have a fifth round pick uh because they traded in a trade I think it was the trade with Kevin Dotson where they swapped picks with the Rams um but uh with the sixth round pick you got Frank Gore Jr and yes that Frank Gore Jr uh out of southern uh, southern Missouri and uh, Missouri and that's where I think that you look at Frank Gore Jr as to say hey come in and be a third string running back you know be a special teamer if it works out great if not oh well you spent that on the sixth round pick but I really like the seventh round pick because it, it addresses a position the Steelers absolutely need to address, but without doing spending too much capital on it. And that's Tory Taylor, the punter out of Iowa. Tory Taylor punted more than anyone else in college football this past year and got pretty good at it. And uh, considering he played at Iowa, so uh, it, Tory Taylor, a good a good seventh round pick, I think that a lot of people will be throwing in the back end of their Steelers uh, Steelers mock drafts this year. Um, and if the Steelers can get him, he's also a Ray Guy Award winner, which is for best punter in the country, which is what Presley Harvin the third won in his senior year at Georgia Tech, and which is why the Steelers picked him um, was because he was that good of a punter and Tory Taylor, I think could be what Presley Harvin was hoped to be for the Steelers in being a guy there. So again, congratulations to Cody J in there for, in being the first mock draft Monday winner, Jackson powers, Johnson, Tyler Newbin, Peyton Wilson, Blake Fisher, the top picks there. Uh, again, I think that's a good mix of players. If you're looking at what the Steelers need to get this year. Um, and 
as we do these mock draft Mondays, a reminder, we'll have different challenges. I'll say, hey, do you pick this in the first round or do trade or don't trade? We'll have different rules that apply throughout the weeks and we'll get different looks each week. And there will become themes once we start to settle in on what I think the Steelers are actually doing. And we have to do more research and see how who they talk to, because uh, it's not just the combine. It's pro day visits. It's who visits the facility all those different things. There's a lot of things that are on the Steelers plate for as far as what they're going to do in this draft class, but we'll keep you up to date with all of that here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Read my work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, post-gazette.com for all my written work there. And find me here on the Locked on Steelers podcast every Monday through Friday on your favorite podcasting app and on YouTube. Back tomorrow with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers right here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.